All right, guys. Welcome to the Howdy Health Podcast. It's that special Sunday again, and uh, we uh, we are interviewing Amitay Eshel today. Another connection from Dasha. We just spoke of Dasha a little bit. How, how did you meet Dasha, by the way? So we met Dasha first time at uh, Dave Asprey's conference, at okay. the uh, nice. biohacking conference. And um, obviously, she is an amazing person, so we connected right away. And uh, it's been a love connection ever since. Uh, they carry our products at their retreats, and she connects us with amazing people like you guys. So, yeah. And so we actually just spent New Year's with her over really? over the holiday. Well, over New Year's, and uh, <laughs> it was a lot of fun. We got to do the kite surfing and all the stuff that she's doing down there. So wow. it was a, it was a lot of fun. But uh, again, on this uh, episode, we have Aaron and we have Allison. What's and, up? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Twinkies. Let's get started. Imitate. Like, can you give the listeners a brief uh, introduction to you? Yes. Yeah, so I've been in the biohacking space as an entrepreneur for the last decade, and um, done some research in the field and we've launched basically the first biohacking skincare um, at the end of 2019 and the idea that we had is instead of you know most aesthetic procedures um, you know creams whatever whatever that is really the aim is to make someone look better but you're you're still aging in the background you know it's just if I make on you the surface. Uh, yeah on the surface, but you're all the, the, the processes are still going on. So the idea behind, um, you know, making a biohacking skincare line is really to deal with the, you know, the epigenetic mistakes with the underlying issues that are leading to skin aging and obviously improving skin health and appearance by doing that. Mm -hmm. So we started with one product, which is still our hero product, which involves NAD, which is uh, a lot of people, they're doing in IVs. So we have a patent around that, how we get it into the skin. Uh, continuing, continuing with activating sirtuins, which are the genes that are responsible to correct some of the mistakes I mentioned. And then really trying to capitalize with different sets of products on that uh, youthful state that we get the cells in. So what do we really want them to do? Do we want to correct you know, wrinkles, pigmentation, laxity, acne, rosacea, whatever that is, through biohacking those different systems. And these are still topicals? Everything's topical, yeah. Wow. So we, you know, we make sure that we communicate that if someone's unhealthy, if they're doing the wrong things to maintain their health, there is very little change that we can make because they're, you know, we're going up, uphill here. Mm -hmm. So obviously everything starts from the inside. But as we know, a lot of people are doing the right things from the inside but they still you know are unhappy of about how their skin ages right and that's where we come in and we make sure that that we you know direct the skin to a, a good path sweet so let's get into this so skin cells right yeah. so like any other cells they generate atp like everything that you've ever heard about a cell mitochondria which is you just mentioned sirtuins mm -hmm. right which is a big big step on this so does that mean that whenever cells are replicating because what how often do you change your skin cells well that depends on person per person what you're doing let's say if you're shaving for example or sure. something like that but on average you're going to get a new layer coming onto the top within 21 to 28 days and, oh, wow. and so mm -hmm. and during that replication you're also you know either replicating like damaged cells is that correct yeah so it, y what i like to say to you know to, to the layman someone i speak to and trying to wrap his mind around what we're doing is i'm trying to explain to them that in seven years as most people know whatever whoever they are today are actually a completely different person right every cell <laughs> has now replicated itself mm -hmm. and and whoever you are right now dies so what information are you feeding mm -hmm. that new seven seven year progressed self right so you're asking a question about like one cycle but what we're tr really trying to do is you know improve it not only per cycle, but really over time, mm -hmm. feeding good information uh, to the skin. And you did mention, you know, mitochondria, which um, obviously it's a big issue. In, uh, mitochondrial health is a big issue in, in every cell that, that we have. Um, but it is a, a an equal amount of, of an issue when we talk about skin cells, because one of the major culprits of aging is, is uh, or hallmarks of aging is mitochondrial dysfunction mm -hmm. so one of the things that we're aiming to do with nad with uh coq10 pqq which we have in our products as well is really 
trying to have the mitochondria as healthy as possible, and also trying to in increase the amount of mitochondria per cell. We have a product that tries to do that through hormesis, which, which we can get into. It's, that's, that's a whole different venture, I feel like. No, no, that's fantastic. Wait, so what got you started with this, this going this route? Because you're right, like we, you do see skin creams and all this, and it's always <coughs> on the surface. I mean, I've, mm -hmm. I've used things that they've given me, and it's like, you know, whatever, it helps or it doesn't help. I, a lot of people tell me I, I look young, but that's also because I don't have kids. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I do try to keep, I, I, leave a, I live a pretty stress-free life where I just, I'm on my own. But it's never done where like, oh, like this is helping me. I just feel like, yeah. like you said, it's on the surface, right? So what made you start thinking that way? So um, the short answer is uh, low-level lasers or red light therapy is what got me started thinking of it. So um, one of the things that, that my previous life was about, well, I, I had a red light therapy company and I still most people that know me for you know 10 years know me as the light guy mm -hmm. uh for that reason so um and you know you had natalie Nidham, Nidham on the podcast like half the podcast that we had together we talked about red light therapy or uh you guys have the biolite right yep mm -hmm. <laughs> i went on his podcast and for an hour and something we basically on, only talked about red light therapy so uh, I was obsessed with red light therapy. It helped me personally. It, it, we we had a company around it, which which um, really funded what's going on now with with our brand Young Goose, which is the skincare brand. Um, but through and really trying to uh, have people understand that it works. Right now, a red light therapy company probably needs to understand the people to understand why they are special, not if they work or not. Back then, you know, 10 years ago, it was <laughs> to have people believe that it even works. Yes. Right. So we, we really delved into the science, what works more, what, what, what is more substantiated, less substantiated. And through understanding the underlying mechanisms of mitochondrial stimulation, mitochondrial health, um, I got very, uh, it, it, it was very obvious that that is something that needs to be addressed. Mm -hmm. um, and to be honest, I, you know, I love, I, I, I'm addicted to people getting a result right. and um, feeling good and obviously letting me know or just me knowing that people are getting good results with whatever I produce or, or you know, have them have them use. Mm -hmm. And the visual aspect or the obviously also pain, but the visual aspects of red light therapy, which people felt like they look better, mm -hmm. was really appealing to me. Um, at the time when we were we were also um you know managing uh, a um a, a skincare brand and a medical spa and i was doing nad ivs which we call nad so it's interchangeable yeah. <laughs> um i was taking supplements and um i stumbled across skincare lines that has had resveratrol mm -hmm. which obviously you know we resveratrol and nad really work in synergy so I was like, wow, I wonder why there's no like NAD skincare. And especially because NAD is a is a form of vitamin B3, so or the precursors and our NMN mm -hmm. are our form of vitamin B3 which are used in skincare. Um so it was it th that's where the idea came from. Uh we you know the the ones that the, the patent that came came out of it in the end of that journey um is is basically taking those precursors and and that was uh done in israel and and nanosizing them lyophilizing them or lipolizing i never know how yeah. people pronounce it <laughs> yeah. and uh getting them so they get uptaken locally by the skin so actually in the beginning we tried to do a product that gets you know absorbed transdermally and it was a fail <laughs> <laughs> but uh you know lemonade from a le lemons a learning opportunity <laughs> yeah but it, no actually it's a lemonade from lemons cuz the reason it failed is because your the skin absorbed it you know and basically utilized almost all of it so that's how a skincare product came out of it but wow. we rolled with it yeah um and obviously we 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 introduced into the product another patent which makes resveratrol um very bioavailable because that's that's kind of a fyi like most people don't know resveratrol is actually pretty toxic for the skin interesting yeah and Acidic? the 
Excuse me? It's too acidic? Is that what it is? Actually, the skin doesn't have... Yes, but the skin doesn't have the enzyme to break it down like your gut does. Mm-hmm. So it's more not about the how acidic it is. It's just staying on the skin and not getting you know broken down or degraded. So what we what the patent does, what we have in our product, is a um, fermented resveratrol. So it's fermented mm-hmm. in the, and the enzyme's made up in the fermentation process. So... Um, or introduced in the fermentation process. That's fantastic. So, That's really cool. Yeah. So is NAD hard to make into a topical? Is that part of the... Actually, no. So NAD in and on its own isn't hard to make into a topical. Technically speaking, you can take you can take uh, like whatever supplement you're using, <laughs> break it and put it into a cream. Mm. The problem is having the skin use it. So, mm. you know, like having a formulation with NAD is not it's not very difficult the 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 problem is nad in and on its own does not exist just floating around in in your skin it only exists within the skin cell so getting it it into the skin cell you really need to speak speak the skin the bodies and the skin's language so you need it first by the way the lack is in something called connexins so what you really need to do is to have the precursors, the building blocks that the body does float around, you need to get them where you want them. So not the top of your skin where nothing really happens, just dead skin. You need to get them absorbing into the into the pore. So they need to be smaller than a pore. And then, which is 500 Daltons, if anyone cares. And then, <laughs> and then you need them to be stable going through that process. And and that that's a difficult part. Is that a difficult thing to make? Not really. Once, once, once you figure it out, once you figure it out, you do need to, you do need to do it under a certain temperature. You know, having that in in a large scale is challenging, but obviously, you know, it's as as we are showing, it's doable. So yeah. Well, the reason I asked that is because well, Natalie mentioned in her uh, episode that she had done some top. Well, what was it? A patch, a right? With the NAD, yeah. and like it just made her made her skin just break out really bad like horrible almost mm-hmm. like burning sensation we've done pads uh patches before i try all the things so i was putting on my knees so I to go run and that was perfect you know uh but no but other people were doing it and uh we've never had like horrible reactions but there was definitely reactions where people just felt very uncomfortable it was like this is revving me up way too much over like a you know two-day mm-hmm. period and so i was like well i wonder if it's just hard to to make uh, but that's that that was the reason for my question there <laughs> well you know some people if if they get a reaction i would just wonder if they did uh, transdermal patches before because it can be the adhes- adhesive yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah it's not even that's that's probably the thing that's going to make people react the most um and then and then the again nad in and on its own you're going to get a lot of adenosine which can which can make you flush or rev you up or that could be the the issue there specifically, um, but I mean, there are a few companies that do skincare that make skincare only with NAD, like only that. Um, I think it's a challenge. I we we if we would be able to do that, we would because it's going to save everyone a lot of money. Mm-hmm. But for now, it doesn't seem pa- possible. Well, because yeah. it doesn't work. You make you it know, doesn't work. Like, Your skin mm-hmm. has no idea. It's like honestly, it's like trying to make. Someone do something and not speaking in his language, right? Yeah. I can I can try and mm-hmm. speak to your Hebrew and get, get you to get me a cup of coffee. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can figure out coffee in any oh language. <laughs> I can figure out coffee in yeah. any language. <laughs> and if not, it's like, well, do you want coffee? <laughs> uh, oh my god, that's crazy. So. You're, how do you like Austin so far? Austin's amazing. You've been here before? Yes. So that's, I think, my fourth time in Austin. Um, our favorite city, uh, me and my life partner, our favorite city pre-pandemic was Portland. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, we're, we're kind of bummed out that Portland isn't the same anymore. Uh, yeah. We haven't been there since the pandemic, but obviously it's we've heard it's not the same so we feel like w- when we came here now that's actually her first time so when we came here uh, Austin's obviously changed a little bit 
to us it feels like it can be like a port uh, like a portland replacement uh, we, <laughs> we fight over the the city slogan like who had keep austin weird or keep portland weird first yes <laughs> yeah. Remember, yeah yeah or, i hear they're similar <laughs> yeah i know you both have you know voodoo donuts so <laughs> i think that's the source of keeping anything weird <laughs> voodoo donuts is pretty delicious never so had i it. haven't I've, I've only had them twice but <laughs> Um, I just don't have donuts, you know. <laughs> I, so I am very fortunate. I don't like the taste of sweet. Oh uh, wow! I, yes. I, I, wow. You know what's funny is that I was telling that someone else because I don't, I don't want to say I don't because I do sometimes, but it's becoming less and less. Yeah. As it progresses, and then the longer I go without it, mm -hmm. and I'm just like, ah. Yeah. And you know what I get? I get, and I'm sure this is probably an insulin thing. I get like this pain down my my throat, Lips. like it's just like. Where anytime I have something sweet, I'm just like, oh, I don't like, I just don't. And it's not even a taste thing. It's just like, I don't like that pain. So I get the <laughs> same thing like people would get, like I would get from uh, like a sweetener, like that aftertaste that you mm. just don't like, you oh, know, it's yeah. going to come. So now I get it from sugar. Huh. Oh, yeah. So I can do honey. Yeah. But that's basically nothing process yeah. that's yeah. wild yeah. i wanted to ask you because you had mentioned like you just like to create products that like people get results from mm -hmm. um when you switch like from the red light business to skincare, like do you see like do people see their results faster now or is it like is it is it a different experience like what it's different and similar in the yeah. way where um it really depends what their concern is yeah and who they have around them to tell them that they look better right that's true but, uh, <laughs> but really in both that's, cases is that the secret you just hire someone like just <laughs> you know what you got it you got it just have you explain to the husband like say she looks more beautiful today yeah. you know that's funny that's my my joke every time someone so we had a booth now in in, in a conference and, and we do do a, a lot of conferences for for us i guess mm -hmm. for other people no but uh anytime Anytime someone comes to the booth, tells us that they love their our products while someone else is like talking <laughs> to us, I was like, yeah, the checks in the mail. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I like that. <laughs> but that's awesome. so that's actually a good question. Both in both cases, when we started the the NAD straight straight like NAD precursors, uh, resveratrol, where we got the best results mm -hmm. were where it was people who already had some skin issues. Yeah. Mm. So either like patchy skin or some sun damage or um, rosacea. Um, older people, mm -hmm. we got like crazy mm. results. But like the 35-year-old that just had the, you know, the 11 lines start start to <laughs> pop or like around the eyes, they were like, man, I don't know, just a cream. <laughs> uh, and... And the same thing kind of happens with red light therapy, right? Whether right. it's whether it's for like inflammation or it's for for the skin. If someone has like a skin issue, if they just were in the sun too much, and you get them in front of like infrared uh, infrared uh, panel, obviously they're going to see something. It has happened faster, and that was so. That was the first thing we needed to figure out that there should be an added like there should be an added product mm -hmm. to give. I call it a vector. The reason I call the vector, just give a direction for the skin. So if someone knows that they need faster turnover, they just want to take care of wrinkles or um, pigmentation, we're going to – so we now we have a retinol product. So basically mm. a, it's also a special product. Okay, It doesn't, it doesn't make you red, irritated, flaky. It's pretty crazy. Um, and it prepares the lipid bilayer, so the protective layer of the skin. So we, we tried to make also that a biohacky product. Um, but that gives a direction for the skin. Now the skin has a lot of NAD. It has, you know, a youthful state where we put the skin in, but it can perform a task that we ask it to, to perform. Yeah. And that's very similar to, to the way uh, red light therapy should be used together with... <laughs> no, I was just okay. don't even worry about it. So, <laughs> so it he should. Does this. Oh yeah, good. I mean, like I, I talk to myself most of the time, so it's good that he has someone. Yeah. To. Um, so like, it should be used together with what even like micro needling. If you want to get like great, great result with red light therapy, do something. Give homework for the skin, and then the homework are gonna be perform better. Yeah. With uh red light therapy so yeah yeah i wanted to ask like you mentioned having a retinol product as mm -hmm. well people talk about retinol for skin all the time mm -hmm. and i feel like burned by it because i yes. was the kid with acne in school who literally had burnt skin from this gross retinol cream i was supposed to be taking 
what is it actually supposed to be doing to help the skin and how is it best used? Okay, <laughs> so in general, it is a magical product, yeah. to be honest. Um, this is a vitamin that, not I, but the, the, the we, we humans found that can actually activate um, basal cells, which are the skin's stem cells for that matter, right. and create a new layer of skin. The problem is going through the layers until you get there it does create damage. So it, that's how it activates them. So mm. that damage is the reason you're, you're, you're mad at your retinol. <laughs> and that is, that is the reason people have problems with it. That's why you start slow. That's why you do it at night. That's why you need to use it, uh, sunblock in the morning or protect yourself somehow from the sun uh, during the day. So all of these things are, are the reason that retinol is a double-edged sword, mm. right? So it's best used, as I said, at night, mm -hmm. starting low and slow, also concentration and also the amount of time you use it during the week. So twice a week should be more than enough in the beginning. What the risk, there are two risks that people should be aware of. The first is damaging their skin barrier. Mm -hmm. So the reason you're flaky, irritated, stuff like that, it's also because you've created damage in the skin, but it's also damaging of the skin barrier. Mm. That's number one. And number two is the fact that you're asking your your skin to renew itself. And that, uh, I'm, I'm sure, you know, uh, most people know what telomeres are, but they're, they're the end of your uh, chromosomes. And they're basically are kind of the, I call them the plastic on the shoelaces, right? So they protect the DNA. So when, so every time you're asking your cell to renew itself to split, you're sacrificing some of them. Right. And when you don't have any more, your cell's not going to do it. So you're actually, you're making cells maybe look younger, but actually in 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 a one way, they're actually older afterwards. Mm. In, in, a, in one way, not right. in every way. Because they're but, losing a the time. Or, yeah. 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 So, yeah, so obviously you can do stuff to mitigate that, but, but that you could think of it as something that you want to, be cognizant of how often you want to use it. Right. So for the first part, what we did was we've matched retinol with biomimetic lipids, lipids that are almost identical to the, the what your skin barrier is made out of, mm -hmm. with one difference, they don't oxidize. So the reason people get blackheads in the nose and stuff like that, that's oxi that oxidation. So mm. they don't oxidize, and that's why people don't get flaky or irritated. And the second thing, that's why we don't recommend using it every day. Right. I wouldn't be using retinol more than every other day or like three, four times yeah, a week. Yeah, you say that. And I'm like mad at my dermatologist in high school for giving me this cream and telling me to use it every day. <laughs> like, well, I just don't. In general, <laughs> wild. in general, um, maybe the early 2000s until kind of today. And yeah. I, I, I feel bad about like naming names of companies. So I'm going to refrain. But most like leading medical grade skincare believed in the in peeling mainly like believed in demand demanding renewal all the time yeah. and one of the things that if you have that you know that person in your, in your life maybe that's a little bit older that subscribed to that method and you know did a lot of demands of of, of renewal to their skin normally they can have great skin like maybe also looking younger but you'll see the skin see the skin's very thin mm. and that's that's what that demand trait uh, along other things but um yeah so we don't want to do we don't we don't want to do we don't want to demand renewal too, too much. much yeah that makes sense especially also again if you're if the epigenetic part if the if the information of how to create new cells is sub suboptimal mm -hmm. because of dna damage so mm -hmm. I, I do want to get into a little bit of a rant and yeah. to say Please. what it means. Please do. So DNA is like a like a like a recipe for who you are, right? And you it this it 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 in itself does not age. Um, if you remember the, it's an example I'd like to give, but the the sh uh, sheep that they that they uh, cloned yeah, Dolly the sheep Dolly. Yeah. Dolly. So th they didn't clone it, and it became and they had another old sh sheep. They had a baby sheep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So trying to explain that the the information of what it means to be the the young, the youthful, the perfect, quote unquote, you exists always. Always. 
but the corruption of that information starts pre-birth actually starts so we're, we're in some ways that corruption starts even in the womb but definitely it continues throughout our life and one of the ways to measure your biological age is through measuring that damage or that you know misinformation whatever you want to call it corruption <laughs> of information um and um, what happened is is that if you if we have a, an idea of or if your body has an idea what a, what should be turned on or off in a skin cell as opposed to an, a heart cell so you have all the information of what it means to be a human mm-hmm. in that DNA so everything if everything would have been red you would have been like just a blob right mm-hmm. most of the stuff is turned off in our skin cell for example and only the the information of what it means to be a skin cell is turned on in your heart cell only in the information of what it means to be a heart cell is turned on the rest's turned off and with the time that gets jumbled so some of the information of what it means to be just as an example a heart cell gets turned on in your skin and some of the information of what it means to be a skin cells turns turned off and in your this skin is like well this doesn't work here well, and then there is mistakes. Then it's, you know, it behaves suboptimally. There are other types of damage that are, that are happening. For example, damage from, from UV radiation, which literally fuses two, you know, two ladders of the DNA together, and it's harder to read. But there, there are different... That's not the one I'm talking about. I'm talking about yeah. the one, the information corruption one. What I want to say by that is by using... NAD or NAD and having it fuel sirtuins, which are the genes and the enzymes they encode that are responsible to reverse or to protect us and also reverse that corruption of information is in our eyes, obviously, essential when you're demanding renewal because we have to feed the right information to the skin. That's so interesting. I've never heard like I've never heard it described like that with like how the 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 DNA turns on and off different sections like mm-hmm. and as you age it gets mixed. Yeah. So yeah. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm looking at your eyes and you have like no wrinkles. Yeah, that's yeah, I was I'm, gonna trying, say, it I'm trying to surprise keep me. myself motionless so no one sees my hands. <laughs> no. It so, doesn't <laughs> surprise me that you do skincare. <laughs> so actually I am beyond obsessed with jujitsu. Um, yes obsessed like i'm a uh, i'm a moron I'm, I'm doing it way more than i should i get <laughs> injured quite a bit i get as you can see i have like a scratch in the middle of my, my forehead <laughs> i have damage and like a pigmentation happening all the time and i make so i'm i'm my best test subject because i'm <laughs> always i always have something to, yeah. to correct yeah. <laughs> yeah getting hit in the face can cause some discoloration yeah s- scratching <laughs> scraping <laughs> yeah. wait so are you some sort of belt yeah so i'm some a purple belt. belt oh wow right. i mean there's a lot of color there's yeah. what, six colors seven colors um white blue purple brown black yeah perfect that's mm-hmm. awesome okay how I don't. This is off subject from still like what we were talking about, but I just want to know how long it takes to get to a black belt. Like, are you trying to get to that? I mean, it's not. That is not my specific okay. goal. I will get there right. because I'm obsessed with it, and that is a matter of time. Normally, it's ten years, mm-hmm. um, but it really depends. If you compete, it you can get it for less because you're, and if you don't, which I don't, because uh, my again my life partner does not let me compete. <laughs> um, uh, because again, I'm, you know, if I show you the injuries in my body, it's pretty gnarly. So, and I still need to be a functioning human being. But I, uh, that's what I do. I, in my head, I'm preparing for some world championship or something. So I train <laughs> every day. And uh, so normally, ten years is what what it would take you. But it really, I know someone who did in three years. Yeah. Someone who hasn't gotten it for for fifteen years. So. So, like, what have you learned based on using yourself as your own test subject? If you say it's like you're constantly having stuff get messed up, like. I learned the most. Well, first of all, I've learned that cleanliness is important. Okay, you get, you know, you get a lot of bacteria from 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 the mats and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So. Having clean skin and making sure that you're that you're, you know, cleaning it is is important because I do meet some people at some conferences. So I just get I get just gave a talk at a at a holistic dental conference, mm. 
And someone told me, yeah, I wash my face twice a week. What? <laughs> okay, so, <clears throat> I mean, <laughs> whatever benefit you you think you're going to get by washing your face twice a week, you're... <laughs> you're you're getting way less uh, <laughs> benefits than you think. So I think the first thing is 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 ha- is maintaining a clean skin. Obviously, there is there, again there is it's a biphasic approach, right? There's too much, there's too little. But um, washing your face before you go to sleep, I think it applies mainly to to everyone, but ma- especially to people who apply makeup. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I've learned that it does start from the inside, like yeah. when you're 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 healthy your skin is going to look better there there is mm-hmm. there are you know a few published studies looking at uh correlation between biological age and the way you look and from from looking from proving it you know as far as like biopsies but even even like measuring you know the biological age and having you know people at random you know guess the age of people and mm-hmm. it's pretty accurate like you'd be surprised how accurate it is uh so again that's the most important i know we're we're peddling skincare <laughs> but i I, w- I think we would do a disservice if mm-hmm. if we didn't like really hammer it um i also think that and baldo actually mentioned it and i wanted to go back to it stress mm-hmm. is a huge factor Obviously, we know we can look at like U.S. presidents, and we can see how <laughs> that's crazy. Though, In the four like whenever years, they, yeah, yeah, the four years, that's crazy. Four or eight, eight yeah. years. It looks like they were, you know, they were on the moon or something. Yeah, they look <laughs> not good. And that's that's obviously two things that are imperative: stress and sleep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so, stre- one of the things that that are important is toxin removal. And when you're stressed and you're 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 uh, producing a lot of cortisol, there is a few processes that happen that uh, prevent toxin removal, also through the lymphatic system, uh, uh, blood circulation, etc. So very important to to try and manage stress levels. Um, it, but the kind of four pillars of I think a healthy, youthful skin are nutrition sleep uh stress levels and obviously uh nutrition nutrition from the outside Mm -hmm. if you would and i think working out is also very important as far as getting that you know that positive stress to your system which which puts a demand to keep you youthful so that maybe maybe we have five pillars, <laughs> and yeah. the sweat that comes with yeah, working you get out the lymph flow, clears everything yeah. out too. The lymph flow, the, all of that. Yes, through the lymph uh, flow, that that's more than um, more than the actual sweat. So um, obviously there 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 are studies here and there, but you're not clearing that much toxins through sweating, mm-hmm. as people tend to think. As as when so. Yeah, it's it's sweating is very good for you, especially because it's important to pe- put a demand on the body as far as that elevating of temperature. So temperature mm-hmm. actually is like a. Obviously, we know it through. We we just had the how do you health um, uh, reunion, mm-hmm. and uh, on stage they were talking about how um, how women are cyclical uh, and men are more like uh, circadian based, mm-hmm. um, but all of that is being you know communicated throughout the body with temperature Mm. and Mm -hmm. and that is a much easier way for your body to communicate across systems than uh chemicals because chemicals as we know act the same chemical can act in the bot in different parts of the body in different ways obviously the brain Mm -hmm. you know uses for example uh, epinephrine completely different oh, no, not completely different but it, the, the reaction is different than in the body sometimes it is expressed in the body and it's not in the brain and vice versa so um, yeah so um, temperature is a much better across the board communicator so like when you say that what does that mean like are there like I, I mean that that if we had a a a peptide for example right that we that our body wanted to communicate with itself so one system so let's say we want to go to sleep Mm -hmm. right um if a 
chemical had to be released throughout your body to let to let every system know that it needs to kind of wind down or whatever mm-hmm. that would be a much harder thing for your body to do than just lower the temperature that's okay yeah I was just curious. I knew that was like a process with sleep, but thinking mm-hmm. about it in relation to other processes, I'm like, okay, I know the top of my skin's a little cooler than like inside of me. So is it that too? Or is it more of just changing your body temp? No, changing your yeah. core body temperature. Okay. Um, and that is also a good way because of that. It's a good way for us to communicate with the body to kind of yeah. biohack our body. Right. So actually just in that area, it's important to know it, it actually works in reverse because normally when you go into an ice bath, your body's reaction is to warm itself up. Mm. So you wouldn't want to necessarily, so, you know, research shows that you don't want to go to an ice bath kind of before you go to sleep because you're actually going to end up raising, yeah. Uh, And, you know, sauna, for example, creates a, a, a not really, but a similar opposite effect where your body's going to try and cool itself down. So... You know, when I say communicate with the body through temperature, it's not linear. It's not like right. I want you to get cold now. Yeah. Or, you know, the only place it's going to happen is if is uh, our our hands, feet, and cheeks, our upper part of the face. That does have a direct correlation. So if I expose it to cold, I'm going to cool, cool my core body temperature down and vice versa. Interesting. Uh, yeah, and that's because that's where, um, you know, what the blood flow there. Uh, goes directly from you know one one direction to the other and not go and 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 so like so all of the blood coming from your hands and feet and cheeks are going straight back to your heart straight back so they kind of loop and then around your body is sensing yeah it. so yeah. you're you can cool it directly and you don't rely on other systems to relate to that, that makes sense yeah that's wow. so interesting. Right? <laughs> <laughs> the thing good. is, I've never really paid a lot of attention to to skincare. I just I don't know. It's never been a thing for me uh but uh i was doing a podcast with uh with katie she was the the panelist or mm-hmm. she was the one running the panel and uh, she did an episode on and i was producing it for her uh, on skincare and she talked about or whoever she was talking to was uh, i can't remember who it was but they were talking about like you gotta do all the things for skincare right like do all the sunscreen and like and try not to like ri- like smile too much and like tr- like all these things to avoid wrinkles right to have a very youthful and i was like i guess that would work right but like what what do you think about the stressors that do help well okay before because you would need a little bit of stress right? oh like, yeah yeah oh yeah but yes you do need a little bit of stress and there are stressors like we we, we mentioned uh retinol Mm-hmm. Or any type of vitamin A, really, really. Stopping your IV, just warning you. I think you're oh, done. Okay, cool. <laughs> so, I mean, we did speak about like vitamin A's, which retinol is one of them. So, mm-hmm. I just don't want people now to think that's the one version that that works well. Um, so, that's one stressor. Infrared is also a stressor because infrared stresses your mitochondria, and that's called hormesis, which is stress that your body kind of reacts positively to. Um, um, Gua sha is not really a stressor, but uh, like facial massage yeah. or the thing, but it does help lymphatic drainage. Um, uh, let's see what else. Microneedling is a type of a stressor. Um, and when we're talking about like wrinkles specifically, some things that would be good for us in general might not improve the way we look as far as like if we lose weight, for example. So a lot of people who lost, lost weight rapidly, that might improve their general health, right? But they lost also facial fat, mm-hmm. so they look older. So just putting that in, into perspective. But in general, I can see that. Mm-hmm. in general, uh, the, the positive stressors like cold plunge, like deliberate uh, uh, cold exposure, uh, red light therapy, sauna, um, working out, um, micro, micronize the damage which caused causes adaptation all of that are are good things they, they would make you look better because it, they're making you healthier um, and obviously improved blood flow in general has mm-hmm. amazing benefits on the skin so your skin is, is kind of the last organs that's receiving that blood so a lot of the times like Im- impeded blood, blood flow really expresses itself in the skin so that's something that that people should be aware of that they need good blood flow in the skin. Anything that would help would be good. Um, and but as far as um, as far as 
doing every like you should do like one million things for your skin. I am not gonna do that. Yeah. To be with you. <laughs> like if you're gonna give me more than three things to do, yeah. the answer is just no. Okay, I'm not, <laughs> well, I'm gonna I, do I zero. Never, you know, this is probably not a good answer either. But I'd never use uh, what do you call it? Uh, sunscreen. I just don't. It, I don't like how it feels, and I just I don't do, do, use it. I mean, I wear a cap. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And obviously, vitamin D is important. We should we should you know raise our vitamin D le- levels from from sun expo- exposure. So it's n- it's not black and white. No pun yeah. intended. But it's uh <laughs> it's not black and white where you would you would um you would not need to use sunscreen at all because nothing happens from the sun or and you can be there for hours or. Uh, you should wear it all the time, even when yeah. you're at home and you're turning on your bathroom <laughs> light. I don't know. Well, we uh, we were at the Dominican with Dasha, and uh, that's actually one of the times I did put sunscreens on my on my yeah. legs because we were just gonna <laughs> sit there and like have a beer, and I was like, we're probably gonna be here for like hours, so yeah. that's probably not good. <laughs> and again, you can wear like one of those breathable long sleeve shirts if you don't like sunscreen. I don't right. know what's worse, but uh, <laughs> you can do that. Um, neon green yeah <laughs> with a fish in the back or something yeah uh, yeah Baldo was giving us crap for buying sunscreen and he was like you white girls and then he's like I can I borrow some yeah. <laughs> oh, well Merrick Mer- John's dad Merrick well she's like as white as can be and <laughs> and she's like I'm gonna go to the tanning salon and John's dad's like why don't she just go outside oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 like, it doesn't work that way I mean I was I was part of that generation that went in the tanning bed and wore the little playboy sticker so you know <laughs> I just lucked out that it didn't ruin my skin as badly as it could have <laughs> well yeah and I mean it's all it's all it's all you know it's all accumulates to, mm-hmm. to some extent so if you didn't do it too much then and you survived <laughs> probably did it more than I should have, but I have done stuff for my skin since. So <laughs> I got it. But just to just to let you know, like, yeah, if you could do everything under the sun, again, uh, <laughs> pun intended. That yeah, time. <laughs> you could. Um, but doing one thing is better than doing nothing. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So applying like one product, which that's what like um, our main product is called Care has like. I don't know, 15 different active ingredients. So it has from the NAD we talked about all the way to turmeric and vitamin B, like a lot of vitamin B types and like vitamin C and even like astragalus extract, which is like a Chinese herb. So many, many things I didn't even mention. But um, that is because most people are not going to do 100 things. And and if you do, well, you can look even better. But again... (laughs) One thing is better than nothing. And one of the things that we tried to do, because we have a podcast, podcast, it's called Biohacking Beauty. We actually don't talk about this podcast. I've spoken more about skincare than the entire entirety of our podcast combined. Mm-hmm. And the reason is because we are trying to make healthy skin or beautiful skin or young-looking skin an incentive to do everything else right. So a lot of people, everyone's vain somewhere, right? I'm not vain in the way that I look, but if someone beats me up in jiu-jitsu, <laughs> I feel good about it. So that's where my vanity comes in. Or if someone's more athletic or I understand they are younger than me, like their body can do something I cannot do anymore. If someone heals faster than me with an injury, whatever that may be, right? So that's where my vanity expresses itself. And when I go and lift weights, it's in order for me to perform better in my sport. I don't enjoy lifting weights <laughs> at all, okay? And some people, you know, lift weights to, to have a six-pack or to have big muscles or whatever that is. That's where their vanity resides. So for me, and again, that's part of what I'm addicted to. For me, having, like, enticing someone to do a cold plunge or you know, an IV or, um, you know, to eat healthy or reduce inflammation because it's going to, the end result is going to be better looking skin. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, that's really that's an easy that's an yeah. easy kind of mind trick them. to do. Yeah. <laughs> but that's my evil plan. That's yeah. my evil plan. That's perfect. <laughs> You're using your powers for good. Ultimately, you're just tricking yeah. them into being better for themselves. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We always say that too, though, right? Like you see someone get healthier, and it's like, wow, you're way hotter now. Like, <laughs> not yeah. in like a rude way. It's just yeah. like if you're healthier, you just look better. Like yes. it yeah. makes sense. Your cells are happier. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think smiling makes you look better, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I know. When you said no smiling, I always think of I smile all the time. <laughs> like <laughs> every time someone's like, oh, you shouldn't like make too many facial expressions for skin health. I'm like, well, I guess I'm just gonna get wrinkles early because I'm yeah. happy. Yeah. I've accepted well, that fate. Well, that is so. Yeah. Well, if you wanna, if you wanna be a Puritan, don't smile. You're not gonna have any friends, and no one's gonna see that you look good. Okay. So. That's right. The smile makes you look better, though. Yes. So it's like. Yeah. I mean, do you want people to think you look good and not like you, or do you want what's the what's the end goal there? So. And again, like smiling has has been proven to make you feel better. And so I could counter any argument of not smiling with having someone feel better, having less stress, and looking better as a as a result. I'll take it any day as supposed to not smiling. I had a I had I used, I was a tennis player and I had a um I guess a tennis partner and this is in high school and this guy just he just could not win turn like anything like <laughs> and he was always very uh negative like just from his upbringing and at some point i guess he started coaching with someone or or someone mentored him and he's like dude i got it i'm just gonna like smile throughout the mm-hmm. match the whole time right so he started playing better but i think it also freaked people out <laughs> that's what i was thinking <laughs> i think that the guy across the pitch just smiling at them but he started winning like and and he became like the number two guy at our team like he like he started winning winning like he was like really good and not that he was never good it was just i think the negativity right and yeah. then at some point like he reverse engineered by just smiling because then he was just feeling good about stuff. Yeah, and and there is like research showing that that people they force people like to smile like depressed people mm-hmm. clin- clinically depressed people mm-hmm. to smile in front of a mirror for for a certain amount of time every day literally improve their mood. <laughs> <It's> so <nice. laughs> so get the wrinkles smiling (laughs) and laughter man makes you live longer i think i think those are well earned (laughs) yes i'll I'll take those (laughs) Those they're happiness happiness scars happiness scars happiness but uh, but again like uh, that that so why why do we get wrinkles when we smile because we're moving because our skin with the time by the way the sun is a big culprit and that is becoming more rigid and you're not really breaking it, but you're moving collagen around. And, and, in certain um, ways, I guess, like just the same yeah. pattern over and over. Yeah. yeah. But if you did things to counteract that, have a, have a good, you know, again, like, you know, make your body create collagen mm-hmm. well. And do you if you do do retinol or whatever that is to have the skin know that it needs to re, re, mm-hmm. regenerate itself. Again, that's a countermeasure to, to that. So I'd prefer getting <coughs> taking good care of myself. And uh, having friends. Yeah. (laughs) And smiling at people. (laughs) Um, You said, like, you like to keep it simple with your routine. Um, What are, like, your top – you said don't give me more than three things. What are, like, your top three things that you like to do to support your skin health? So we have two products which are actually the same just for different areas. So it's the product I kept talking about all the time. Uh, it's called Care, and we have Eye Care, which is just for the, for around the eyes, because mm. the the skin around the eyes behaves a little bit differently. So the ma- peptide makeup is a little bit different mm. there, but it's the same product it has NAD and every everything else that we spoke about. And then we have a new product that we just came out with like less less than six months ago, and it's called Pro Care. And the reason it's called Pro Care is <laughs> it's because it was supposed to be sold only through professionals <laughs> uh, and because it lowers a protein called progerin, which I'm, I'll tell you in a second. But yeah. basically what it is, it's a senolytic. It, it, it uh, eliminates senescent cells, which mm-hmm. are the skin's zombie cells. That's not in, anywhere in the body. They're, they basically create inflammation. They infect other cells. They don't function properly and they accumulate with age. Um, so, and that's another like big hallmark of aging. So that's a serum I'll use that, the Pro Care, and then I'm going to use the eye eye cream and the face cream, and I'm done. It's like, that's awesome. That's very simple. And that's the most I can do. Like, that is an effort for me to do it <laughs> two yeah. times a week, to be honest. Um, and what you do this just uh, right before bed or something? I do it in the morning and in the evening. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's really, 
again, like I because I because I train a lot, I I constantly wash my face. So it's just obviously I'll, I'll unfortunately I'll be taking a shower twice a day, and then it's very easy for me to do afterwards. I'm glad you mentioned that though. Sorry to cut you off. Yeah. Just like that was a big turning point for me too. Is just literally washing my face as soon as I finished working out. Like mm-hmm. you know, get home and use like the better stuff. But like just even at the gym, just like splash it, rinse off with whatever soap, just to get the dirt off, and like so much less acne. And you <laughs> notice that, that gyms recently started carrying better facial soaps yeah mm-hmm. so i think obviously people you know got tired of washing their face with shampoo or whatever it's <laughs> going on there but uh so from just to give you an idea what progerin is do you remember do you know what progeria is people mm-hmm. age really really fast um basically like so it's like a condition that it's it's yeah that's a condition yeah. but the the protein that's responsible for it, it's called right. progerin it accumulates with age and that's kind of what ages your skin that causes aging. Mm-hmm. So the serum was meant to halt that the progression of that protein, lower that protein, but it ended up ended up doing way more than that. It ended up uh, being a senolytic. It ended up lowering the, a a pathway that is called mTOR, mm-hmm. which is a another like longevity pathway, yeah. uh, which you want you want to lower it for longevity. Um, and that is, so obviously that's very easy for me to, to do, put it on my face and eye cream, face cream, and I'm out. More than that would be very difficult to me, for me. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, this has been awesome. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Any, any last comments? Where can they find you? So the best is through Instagram because we have the person behind Instagram, which is my life partner. That's like what she loves doing is very informative. Um, that's young underscore goose underscore skincare. And uh, our podcast is Biohacking Beauty, mm-hmm. where we try and, as, as we said, try to give information on how to have healthy skin through other ways. We didn't even talk about hyperbaric chambers, which is another like whole right. thing. So bottom line, that's how you can uh, reach us. Our website is younggoose.com. Just so wait, what? Why young goose? Is this goose something? Have you ever seen an old goose? No. <laughs> no. They look the same all the time. All the time. We love. I love it. Yeah, we we you oh know God. they they just are an ageless animal, and um, yeah, so <laughs> that's ring, awesome. Ring wealth. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you guys so much for listening in, and uh, we'll uh, yeah we'll let you guys know about where where else. Uh, we will be on. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs>